after months of drying afang leaves and packing winter clothing that I honestly ended up never wearing, I was standing in front of my home and saying goodbye to this place that held so many memories, the good, the bad, the crying memories, the laughing memories, the good food memories, the annoying my siblings memories. I was just saying goodbye to all of these memories, all in the hope of finally achieving my dreams in a foreigner's land. My name is Yuti and I'm going to be your host on this podcast, There For More. I am going to be sharing short life stories with you to help you step out of your comfort zone every day with confidence. I'm also going to encourage you to start celebrating more of your achievements by owning them, kickstart your own online business without the imposter syndrome, and navigate life on your own terms even as a first generation immigrant in a new country. I'm so excited that you're on this journey with me and you're listening in today. Black, 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 it's black, black, black. Ooh, did you know that in February in Canada, we celebrate Black History Month? Well, we do. And now, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about what it feels like to be a black woman living in Canada. I want to just start by saying Canada has been really good to me personally, really, because when I hear of all those racist things that happen in the United States, I feel truly blessed that I didn't go with my first option of university. Originally, I was going to go to the States, but I'm really glad that I chose a school in Canada. But I'm not saying Canada is not racist. Okay. Let's not jump into conclusions. Just because one is not as bad as the other doesn't make any form of racism okay. But just like everything in life, sometimes you do have to take a step back and at least be grateful that you are safe, you're healthy, you're alive, despite everything that is going on. I mean, people should always feel safe. But sadly, in the world that we live in today, things just aren't that way yet. Chapter one, the layover. I was going into the airport to wait for another long layover before my next flight. The flight was long and we had flown all through the night. It was my second to the last flight before I would finally get to my destination in Toronto. Hey, your girl was leaving the country to start a new life. I was excited. Yes, I was. But I was also so nervous. This is my first time leaving the country. Like all of my life, I had lived close to an airport, so I would actually hear the planes like landing. But I had never been on one up until three months before I had to leave the country because I had to do some tests and get ready and prep to actually leave the country. On this flight, I was alone with my cousin who was also my age. So technically, we were just like two teenagers flying this very long trip all the way to a new country to start a new life by ourselves. Ooh, man, think about that, yeah? And then when I got to Canada, I guess one of the surprising things was like, some of the people that actually lived here, that were like my age, were still so very dependent on their parents for a lot of things. And I don't mean financially, I just mean like decision making. And 
I was a little bit surprised because I guess I just thought that everyone was like me in a way, like everyone just kind of was independent from like a very young age and they all had to start figuring things out for themselves. But anywho is back to what I was trying to say. Finally, the plane landed and I grabbed my carry-on and started making my way through the tunnel to the airport. On my way there, I met a small Caucasian girl. She reached out to touch my hair and I smiled politely. Girl, it was my first time in the country. What was I supposed to do? I don't want no trouble. I'm in the airport. I'm minding my business. Okay? Plus, I'm tired. Like, what am I supposed to do? So, I honestly cannot remember why I didn't say no or why I didn't, like, you know, dodge like I usually do. Just, like, tilt it a little bit to the left so that it's like, "Uh uh-uh, you ain't gonna do that. But... I guess I was just exhausted. I was so weary from the entire journey that I wasn't even sure what was going on. I had never left home until now, so I guess a part of me was just confused about the culture of people touching people's hair. Like, was it a thing that people did on the side of the world? I don't know. I often think back on this experience and wonder if the child was taught that it was okay to touch people's hair. Or if it was a situation that came from an ignorance that she had seen her parents also have or just the fact that the culture that she had grown up in or she was being raised in did not see a lot of black people and didn't understand what black people looked like and curiosity just like led her to want to touch my hair. I don't know. It was just awkward. But I can tell you that I was confused. I felt very confused. I felt very much like I would love to say no but I'm so tired I cannot deal with this right now you best believe that today if someone tried to touch my hair without my permission I think for me it would just be the face like I would just give a look like what are you doing like what are you trying to do I don't think that would happen today but yeah back then I guess I was new I didn't really know what was going on Chapter 2, The Black Man Fetish. I'm sure you all have heard it before. Have you ever heard a non-black person say something like, all my life, I always knew I wanted to marry a black man. And then you're like, okay, but like, how did you know that? And they usually just say something even more absurd after that statement. Like, oh, I just always knew that I wanted my man to be chocolate or, oh, I always just knew that I was black on the inside. Girl, I've heard so many things and I'm just like, okay sister like I don't know what to say to you like obviously trying to choose someone based on the color of their skin for good or bad reasons I think it's racist I'm just gonna leave that there for y'all to talk about let me tell you when I actually heard someone say that the last time I heard it it was so awkward after they said it it was like they were the only person in the room that didn't get why that statement was just um inappropriate I guess like even if you were thinking it in your head and I get it that you're married to the person now like it just keep it to yourself keep your inner thoughts about choosing to marry your husband because he was black to yourself I think anyways, girl, please don't come for me. Again, I'm just sharing experiences and anyone is free to comment on it, have an opinion or not have an opinion about all of it. Yeah, like you said, for me, it's just two things. The audacity, the confidence to declare this statement, this thing that you're thinking out loud, you know? And secondly, is the undertone of racism that comes with non-black women that chase black men because they're black and other things they think black men have. Chapter three, short bob. 
So I did this cute short bob hairstyle, you know, like I think growing up, we used to call it Bob Marley. It was kind of short. Uh, you just braid the hair and you burn the end and it's like, you know, braids and it looks like a short bob basically. And I did mine with a style that you could do a center part in or a side part. So I was like feeling myself. It was purple. It was black. And of course, I was still in university. So I went to school. And during one of the classes, a friend of mine actually said to me, hey, let me show you this video. And he made it sound like it was going to be a funny video. And in this video, there were a bunch of animals, I think like chimpanzees or something. And they were doing this sound, right? Like they were actually doing a very weird sound. And then he's like, oh, do you understand that? Do you understand that? And I was like confused for a second. And then I was just like, okay, I, I don't know what to say. I'm like, oh, why do you think I would understand that? They're like, oh, but isn't, isn't that like your language? <laughs> and I was like, quiet, like awkward, like, oh my God, what is what is going on? But I think it's even more awkward when the person is someone that is kind of your friend, but then they do things like that. But again, the way I kind of view this thing is just like ignorance. It's almost pitiful, like... Like, why wouldn't you just, like, educate yourself on what type of jokes are appropriate and what type of jokes are just a no-no, you know? So somehow, my hairstyle reminded him of that video. At least that's what he said. And I do kind of tell you the connection because your girl was looking pang. I was looking fine, okay? I don't know what he was saying, but that ain't not my problem. (laughs) And it's just, honestly... What I really learned from this is that racist people will always find a reason to be racist. I'm just saying, y'all, like they will always find a reason to bring out their true nature. And then they'll try to make it seem like you did something, you know, like, oh, it was your hairstyle. or oh, it was the way you dressed. or oh, it was the way you sounded. or oh, it was your accent. Mm-mm. It's none of that. It's them. The racism that exists within them is just coming out and they need to take responsibility for that and go educate themselves. So when people are racist, they're like, oh, it's because of a show that I saw. It's because of what my mom said. It's because of what my dad said. It's because of the environment I, I grew up in. And even though maybe if you look into it, you'd be like, yeah, that was something that did happen. But whose responsibility is it to actually get those people to do better? Like, If you grew up and your mom was always like, stealing is amazing and you stole, would it still be okay for you to be like, oh, it's because my mom always said we could steal? Or people be like, yo, you're a grown man. You're a grown woman. You should know better. Chapter four. You know how like sometimes we'll just play this like pass card. Like I can't be racist because I have a black friend. I cannot be racist because you're my friend. I cannot be racist because my mom's mom has a friend that is black. I cannot be racist because sometimes I hang out with my black friends. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? So somehow by associating yourself with someone that is black, you truly believe that everything that comes out of your mouth, even if it's unintentionally hurtful, should not be called out because you have a black friend or because your black friend was not offended. So now you can go say to all other black people. Mm-mm. nope absolutely not absolutely not that's what we ain't gonna do okay so it's almost like they're saying like all their racist thoughts and actions are not racist because they've got a black person in their life meanwhile when their friends say things like black lives matter they're like 
But all lives matter. It's almost like putting an exclamation point after a statement and then people are like, oh, but everything before the exclamation point was right as well. I mean, the exclamation point is not an X. It doesn't say that it's wrong. For example, if someone is like, I love ice cream and they put an exclamation mark to say, yes, I really love ice cream. You're not going to go, oh my God, are you saying that you don't love ice cream? No, no, you're not going to say that. Like people saying all lives matter and then someone is like, yes, and black lives matter does not mean that all of a sudden all lives no longer matter. It's just an emphasis to say, actually, black lives matter. And if you're already agreeing that all lives matter, you're Gucci, you're good. You you don't have to take offense. You don't have to respond saying, oh my God, but all lives matter. Why do you need to do that? Why? It's not necessary. You can't be not racist by default in a system that is designed to give you all the power and the freedom that you need to live a safe life. You like you can't choose to not be racist without actually making any conscious decision because a lot of what you do, maybe unconsciously, you don't know because a lot of what is going on is already something that you're programmed to do because of how you were raised up, the culture, the system and what you've seen growing up. So now you have to work hard to learn how to do better and learn how to be kind to everybody And not just those that are your friends, but to other people out there to be kind to everyone. And it even gets worse if you are married to a black person or you happen to be raising a black son or a black boy and you're white. Because if you try to do that whole thing of I can't be racist because I have a black person in my life, you're actually going to be causing them more harm than good because you're not educating yourself on how to actually care for them, how to understand what they're going through, how to support them, how to fight for them. You wouldn't know how to do those things because you've chosen to be lazy and you've chosen not to do the work. But can we talk about the good? Like being black is awesome. Oh my gosh, being black is so cool. I love my hair. I love the texture. I love the different styles that I can do with it. I love the wigs and everything I grew up with. I love the food. Oh my God. Ooh, the spices. Mm, Can I get an amen? I love the spices. I love the conversations. I love the A, A, like that A chance. You know what I mean? Like when you... When you're dancing, when you're singing, when you're hyping each other up, I love those exaggerated A's that we throw out in the air because we're so excited. I just love the black community. I love the vibe. I love how we tend to support each other when we can. And I love how we communicate with our faces. Like growing up as a kid, let me tell y'all, like when we had visitors and my mom is like trying to say leave the room but then we her leave she's like oh you you can stay because like she doesn't want the visitor to feel like she's kicking us out and then she's like oh these are my kids they're so they're so nice you know come and say hi to auntie and then you go to say hi and next thing you and auntie you guys are talking forever and then my mom will just look at you like you know she just give you the look the look with her eyes and her her face and then you have to know when to be like 
Auntie, it was so good to see you. I hope you have a good afternoon and leave the room. I love that. I love that we have respect in our culture, even though I'm not going to lie. Sometimes that respect thing, it just, it triggers me like in some type of way, because I think sometimes people want to abuse it. People want to push it to the extreme. And of course, there are, there are some things that I don't truly love about some of the things that some of the cultures have, like I know growing up, it was almost like it was part of the culture um, in Nigeria where I was born to kind of trade your happiness for societal reputation to kind of like, you know, not really take the time to understand your children because not intentionally, but you're just so busy uh, trying to fake looking good that you forget about them. And mental health wasn't really talked about. It was always like, why are you so sad? Just get over it. Why are you so unhappy? Just get over it. You know, so yeah, there are things that I don't truly love about it. But there are also things that I really, really love that I've already mentioned. If you're listening to this podcast and you're black, ooh. I just hope that you join me as I say this, black, black, blackity, black, black, black. I'm black and I'm proud, baby. That's it. (laughs) If you really love this episode or you learned anything or you just kind of love the banter, because honestly, I don't usually do banters, but I was like, why not? Let me share a little bit of my experience and just talk about it with you. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and tag me with your thoughts, share so that more people can hear about this conversation and please don't forget to subscribe and i cannot wait to see you on the next episode can i get a see ya later bye